0: G'day there New Zealand, how we doing? This is Reeks. today, I'm Dominic George. We are here until 12.30 as always. Thanks to the team at Netspeed. Coming up for you in just a moment, we're going to be talking with Hugh Devro mack the Council of Licensed Firearm Owners spokesperson around changes to the Firearms Act, which uh, could affect a lot of people in rural New Zealand. We'll also be talking today with Richard McIntyre from Federated Farmers. as the telecommunications spokesperson. We're going to be talking about the Remote User's game. Uh, which could be very, very beneficial for people in rural New Zealand with dodgy internet connectivity. We know there's a few of you out there, that is for sure. And also on today's programme we're going to be catching up with Arlene Rayner, Chief Executive of Breast Cancer Foundation NZ, about the new state-of-the-art pink camper van which is set to allow more of the specialist breast nurses to reach out to women in the country's most isolated and rural communities. That's all to come between now and 12.30 here on Rex today All right. well changes to the Firearms Act will be coming into force by the end of the year and it's fair to say gun owners aren't too happy about it, a new police firearms unit is set to be launched the first stage of a firearm registry system is uh, opening and gun clubs and rangers also face new regulations as well Well, the Council of Licensed Firearm Owners spokesman Hugh Devro Mack joins us now on the programme Hugh good to talk, how are you?
1: Absolutely uh, wonderful, and thanks for letting us speak today.
0: No worries at all. Now, talk us through some of these changes and the impact on gun owners from your point of view.
1: Yeah, okay. So, let's start with a really positive one. So, the government's come out and realised that because police have been so inefficient with processing uh, the license, the firearms license process itself, they've granted or are about to grant an extension that means that if your firearms license expires and and your paperwork is in with police being processed, you still can keep a hold of your guns and everything else so long as nothing else uh, sort of significant has happened. So that puts a uh, a bit of a relaxing thing for licensed firearms owners who would otherwise be made criminals because of police inefficiency. So that's a really nice one. There are some changes that are happening with the uh, register, which we can speak more in detail um, about shortly. But the final one is the changes to clubs and ranges that uh, Uh, Minister Hipkins spoke about the other day and saying that they'd make it more likely that a a potential terrorist would be caught. Um, We don't see how he can make that claim and it's difficult for clubs and rangers to know how it would affect them because we haven't had any communications from police following the last round of feedback.
0: Okay, right, so there's a bit to unpack there. So you've got the positive Correct. part with uh, the licences there, which is interesting. Actually, just as an aside to that one, can you still buy guns or ammo with an expired licence? I know you can obviously still use your firearm. Can you still purchase um, things?
1: Uh, our understanding is that, yes, you can. However, it'll uh, all come down to when the details are released when your act will actually pass. Uh, but our understanding is if you would be able to
0: right, so let's look more then at this, um, at the the comments of uh, of of Hipkins. Um, yeah, when you start talking about potential terrorists or mass shooters and uh, the fact that they will be easier to catch under these rules, g- give me your fundamental opposition to that claim.
1: The fundamental opposition goes back to what we uh, previous uh, people in this position have stated before, and that was he has passed the blame from police who originally granted a terrorist firearms license onto uh, volunteer clubs and rangers and saying that we failed the New Zealand community rather than they failed it. This was seen right up the um, terrorist attack as well where the government essentially gaslit the New Zealand public saying licensed firearms owners were to blame when within seven days of the incident, which was a tragedy, They then came out and said we were the problem when they knew that police had actually failed us. So that's my fundamental opposition to those
0: statements. There's a new $208 million firearms business unit within police, uh, 200 staff to run the firearm licensing system. Um, Is that a good uh, spend of money, do you think?
1: Look, it's better than nothing. But again, it's another incident of the government gaslighting us. We were promised after the Royal Commission report came out following Christchurch that an independent authority would be set up much like we have justice and we have the transport authorities, a separate one for firearms would be set up outside of the control of police. Police are great at going out, catching criminals and taking guns off the bad people. We want them to focus on that rather than people involved with an administration system. So whether it is a good spend or not, it's better than nothing, but time will tell whether they can actually improve the efficiency or if it will just be more of what we've seen over the last few years.
0: Hugh, what about the um, firearms registry? Uh, Is it true that you have to register boxes of ammunition and individual firearm parts as well?
1: There is discussion around the individual firearms parts being discussed um, and having serial numbers, which is going to be an absolute nightmare. I can imagine, for example, a lot of 001s being entered into the system. Mm. Uh, Box of ammunition, I don't believe that is part of it, and if it is, then that is a, a grave mistake on behalf of government Uh, and a misunderstanding of how licensed firearms owners purchase and use ammunition.
0: Well, yeah, and if you're talking about administrative, um, you know, backlogs, then, my God, this will only add to that. Um, Exactly.
1: So if I purchase, say, 250 rounds of shotgun ammo for a competition or to go duck shooting, um, does that mean I then have to register when I've used them up and no longer have them? mm. Or, like, it doesn't make any sense to us. We have a model at the moment that treats firearms license owners, or at least we used to have a model that treated licensed firearms owners as trusted individuals that can have um, these tools um, to use. Now this seems to be a more skeptical model uh, where we're treated as suspicious upon ownership rather than with that level of trust.
0: Now, there's in gun crime in urban uh, areas, as we keep reading and hearing about. Are these changes going to remedy that, or simply have we got a situation now where gun owners, uh, hunters, farmers, etc., are uh, basically going to be uh, punished, I guess, for a lack of a better word?
1: We're in a situation where essentially the government, uh, when they did the buyback, said they took 60,000 firearms off of the streets, quote-unquote. What actually happened there was they took them out of the licensed firearms owner's hands, and those guns were never the problem. This is another instance where licensed firearms owners, farmers, hunters, are all gonna be punished for the acts of criminals who will not obey the law. They will not line up to hand their guns in a buyback. They openly said that in the media. And then when it comes down to uh, whether they're gonna register their illegal firearms, which have serial numbers removed intentionally to avoid any form of identification, I think it's pretty obvious to your listeners how that one's going to
0: go. Interesting stuff, Hugh Devro Mac, the Council of Licensed Firearm Owners spokesperson. Do appreciate your time and your thoughts on this particular topic. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much for the time.